Uh, welcome along to Behind the Boxes, our podcast for a big meeting at Wentworth Park this Saturday night. It is the second night of the summer, Sydney chasing spectacular. We've got heats of the Group 2 Summer Distance Plate and also the Group 1 Pause of Thunder. As always, joining me on Behind the Boxes, our form analyst, Ray Magoo-McGavin. Uh, Macca's second night of the Sydney spectacular carnival during summer. And let me tell you, summer has arrived in Sydney eventually. I don't know where it's been. It's probably been hiding around your joint. <laughs> yeah, in amongst all the uh, cafe latte sippers duke around my joint, that's uh, that's where the sun is. I could just see you. What, what are you, an almond skim almond with honey or something like that? Is that, is that your turn, drink of choice? Turn, turn it up, mate, because I go into the cafe and they just prepare the cap extra hot with honey. Oh, honey with for honey. The sore throat. Oh. Honey for the sore throat. That's all. That's all. It's, you can't have a sore throat been, 52 weeks of the year, Bart. I haven't been converted, but uh, honey instead of sugar, and that's it. But uh, leave me out of the almond lattes and that, please. Yeah, well, it is where I won't tell them where you live, but it, it is a very, <laughs> very trendy area of Sydney. Hey, listen, Magoo, tomorrow night, Saturday night, we're recording this on Friday morning. Two heats of the Group 2 Summer Distance Plate. Five heats of the Group 1 Pause of Thunder be conducted. All right, let's talk about the elephant in the room first. It is a bloody big elephant, let me tell you. Yeah, not wrong, Duke. It's jumbo-sized elephant. Four interstate greyhounds, four Victorian greyhounds, forget anywhere else in Australia, four interstate greyhounds will head up the Hume Highway on Saturday to race at Wentworth Park. Twelve nominations, twelve nominations for a distance race, a group two distance race. And, you know, we've got limited nominations. What do we got? Five, five fields of four fields of seven, 28, six, 34 dogs nominated for a group one race worth $75,000 to the winner. Magoo, is it because we've got such a congested racing carnival? I mean, Again, we spoke about this on the podcast yesterday when we were talking about the Derby and the Futurity. They were races. People really wanted to win. We had qualifying series and all that. I mean, I know it's 2023 and people say get with the times. But come on, it's a $75,000 race. And look, she's a pearl. She got beat at Gosford and that. And surely some of these people will be looking at that saying, oh, she's vulnerable now. Why, why, why are they not coming, Ray? There's, there's two things, mate. There's no – like – You've got to be in it to win it's the first thing. So I don't I don't think any dog, she's a pool or otherwise, scares people off. You're gonna have the line of thought that it's the placement of the race. Well, it's worked there in that place for a long, long time. My thought, and especially when you say about no interstate dogs, is I'm just wondering whether there's the the chase being done by, you know the racing departments to get interstate interest. Now, I had a uh, conversation with a leading New South Wales trainer earlier this morning, and we were just talking about stuff as we do. And he's constantly getting phone calls. He's constantly fielding phone calls from Brisbane, Victoria, when they've got races coming up and saying, hey, bud, what's happening with X, Y, and Z? What's your plans? Now, this is how racing used to work. And I think they've dropped the ball on it, Duke myself. When the, I've got yeah, to be when honest. The club secretaries used to chase you up, you know, for the fields. And look, I know our grading department does. Um, I oh, don't, yeah. I don't know whether it's, and I'm, I'm not knocking the boys there, but I'm just wondering is it 
is it a club issue? I mean, it's it's a GBOTA race and I'm not throwing stones at them. I'm just trying to find out how come we have only got four Victorian dogs, nothing from uh, the Daily Kennels, nothing from Jason Thompson. And these, you know, those kennels are regular visitors. Jamie, Jamie and Brooke Ennis haven't been up here for ages. They're back with Emron Boy and so they should because he's a leading contender. Jude, if there if there weren't if there weren't signs after the Easter egg, you're kidding because like you know you, you, maybe not stones bricks now can be thrown because the Easter egg suffered at the hands of the same stuff. Even now, the million dollar chase, Magoo. Yes, yes, hundred percent. Now a million bucks. You know, but, yeah, uh, and 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 again, I come down to you know it's old school, but if you if you're in racing, you've got to have a passion for racing. It can't just be to earn a dollar to do a job. You've got to have No, but 75000 have... is a big carrot to dangle in front of. Surely. I know. Look, I know there's $40,000 races on every day of the week, basically, this way. I know it sounds silly, but it, have a look at the carnival and, the you know, around Australia and that. But The uh, old saying made of build it and they will come works until they stop coming. Yeah. All right. All right. Our job here is not to... Try and work out why we have no, very few interstate greyhounds at Wentworth <laughs> Park on Saturday night because the locals will be cheering. Uh, we, as said, we're here to try and pick some winners, try and pick some ones that can't lose, can't win as well. Uh, in race number three on the card, Corborn Magic, Australia's best stayer. I have no hesitation in saying that. One ten of his past 11. Uh, just a sensational dog. But one of the hardest chasing stayers I've seen for a long, long while. He dominates the market. I can't believe they're putting him up a dollar forty-five. Honestly, I, we had him marked at a dollar twenty, a dollar twenty-five in a six-dog field. The Colonel mate, uh, Bandit Jane, she is second pick in the market at four sixty, and then Timmy Britton's dog first picked at four dollars eighty. He comes up with box number six, uh, box number eight, I should say, Corborn Magic. He's won five of seven, ten of his past eleven. Can he get beat? I know they can all get beat, but how are they going to yeah. beat him? Well, mate, we go back to say two runs ago when he should have got beaten and he didn't. That's what sort of dog we're talking about. When when he got up and got Matunga Ruby in the last stride after getting knocked off his feet mid-race, that's what sort of chaser we're talking about. And it's a rarity, let's let's be honest. It's like the, the modern-day stayer, we, we love when we see a, a dog like Corborn Magic or Super Estrella who just string those consistent form together. You know, those win after win after win. And we're talking about a dog who, he did it in his 500 last week, Jude. Like, you know, Andy and Jody have just kept this dog ticking over, put him in a 500, just a little lazy 29.94 in a 500. Um, yeah, dollar dollar twenty five is value, the dollar forty. Good luck if you're on. Yeah, uh, seventeen starts at winning now, eight wins, six minor placings, the best of forty one sixty seven. That's set a, a sensational record uh, off the pink as well. Bandit Jane, uh, she hasn't had a start since the twenty fourth of November, coming into this fresh, uh, and also on debut at this trip as well. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm not going to be with her just, just given the fact that the small field would leave her exposed. She'll get out, wheel and deal, and there'll just be just too many chases coming after her. The dog I just would probably tell our listeners to follow for future is Zipping Abigail, uh, a dog that's really been a, a transformation since coming to Richard Muscat from Victoria. Great Wentworth Park sprint form, solid three in the yard. Uh, 
Gosford six hundreds will win a staying race, not this one though. Yeah, no gold stars from for me, but he is my best of the night, Corborn Magic, number eight in race three, and you are with him as well, aren't you? Hundred percent. All right, race four, the second and final heat of the Group 2 Summer Distance Plate. Again, six greyhounds to go around. The last greyhound to beat Corborn Magic was Stagger Out Lee. She got him in the Group 1 bowl trees at Sandown Park. She holds the call at $2.70 from box number two in front of Ritzer Piper at 460 480 Zipping Neutron. Uh, sorry, 290 Osprey Storm off the inside. Then we go out to 460 for Ritzer Piper, 480 for Zipping Neutron for... Mickey Hartman, uh, Silver Luck, the only other one under double figures. It's at $9.50. Bell Intention, the other runner, at $81. How do you say it? Well, Stagger Out Lee's getting out to probably more like its right price now. I think the corporates went up around about 2.30 early, which was really ridiculous given the fact that, like, the, the group one win at Sandown six-pack was, was just mind-blowing like, you know it's just a just a paralyzing finish that just just raises the heckles on the back of your neck when you watch dogs like that but she has been beaten place mind you but beaten in six since so the consistency factor there is the only thing the small field's going to play to her strengths obviously but it is for a couple of these dogs like silver luck is just going to lead for fun but it's just which dog gets that closer spot stagger out lee can come out of a box all right it's just that first 100 metres where she just hits backwards for a little while. So one of them is going to land a lot closer. I'm going with her only for the simple fact that she is an out-and-out stayer. Osprey Storm beat her two back uh, when they clashed in Victoria. But Stagger Out Lee has that better Wentworth Park record. But look, it wouldn't at all surprise me if Zipping Neutron or Ritzer Piper win the race there. Both progressive stayers going to be a lot better in their next preps. But um, yeah, a little bit more depth in this staying race. You with Stagger Out Lee? I'm going Stagger Out Lee though, Duke, on top for a tip. Yeah, look, I, I, I am as well, but with massive reservations because I think it could be a race as so the likes of Zippy Neutron and Ritzer Pie. I don't discount Silver Luck at all. Um, I know his, his win record at the track is, is only average. He's had 12 starts for two wins. He's run another nine minus, Ray. And as you said, he's going to lead for fun. <clears throat> it is rare to see, you know, major trouble in a six-dog field over the 700. But if he just got out and got a big enough break and there was a little bit mixing behind and that, I thought Silver Luck was a massive hope at those odds because of the fact that, as you said, he just looks like on, – on every, on every map you look at, he leads. 100%. And look, in an eight-dog field, you'd probably be getting $6. Six-dog field, you're getting $8. And it's just that fact that he will be left exposed – and the cavalry will be coming. All right. Uh, race four is the second of the distance plates. Number two, Stagger Out Lee from both Magoo and myself. We've got five heats of the group one. Pause of Thunder and a very, very short price favourite to kick off proceedings in the heats. Of course, first the winner of each of the heats and the three fastest thirds will go through to the final of the pause. First, second, third and fourth go through the final of the summer distance plate. Emron Boy uh, took out the Group 1 Silver Chief at the Meadows in flying time, 29.45. Absolute moral beaten when Wow She's Fast took out the Phoenix and then he came out uh, last week at Sandown Park and ran 29 even. Thank you very much. How about this for a record off the inside box, Magoo? Seven starts, six wins, one minor. Amron Boy for Brooke and Jamie Ennis. 
like split ends. I see red, I see red, I see red. A dollar thirty is at the moment. I mean, you mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that uh, local trainers would have been joyous the fact that there's not a lot of Victorians. I reckon this is one Mexican they would have wished stayed away. <laughs> he is a beast, Duke, an absolute beast. Um, yeah, like his only run at Wentworth Park was through the MDC and off box eight. It was a sensational effort. Uh, he'll just be winning off box one, no doubt. He's got pace on his outside in Yuko Girl, but she does want to sort of middle track. So you wouldn't think Yuko Girl's going to worry him. Look, he's not a brilliant beginner. He's safe, but it's certainly not a brilliant beginner. It's funny because the red at Wentworth Park, I reckon, suit dogs like this more than brilliant beginners because they can miss it off the red when they are brilliant beginners. They come out better off guts and wide draws, I think. So a dog like him, it'll just draw him out. And you go, girl, she'll be an escort for him into the first turn and happy days if you're on at the $1.30. The king, Zipping Kyrgios, again, topical at this time of the year. His namesake in the tennis, always creating headlines. Zipping Kyrgios always creates headlines in the Greyhound game as well. He draws box three. Small field suits the king, particularly if he misses Yuko Girl in the early stages, hops on the fence and trails Amron Boy through. Uh, he's currently $4 second pick in the market. Well, this Kyrgios has to win a major because he hasn't had one since September. Uh, I'm, an, I'm not going to knock him. He's been a great dog, and but he's towards the twilight of his career. And uh, He's like you, you know, and I, Magoo. 100%, mate, but at least he's racing for 75000 I, I race for about <laughs> 75 bucks. <laughs> you can never discount him. Again, as I said, Wentworth Park, it is his happy hunting ground, a 14-time winner there, a best of 29.37, which came this time last year. Um, look, he's not a 29.37 dog at the moment, uh, but he's just – he is all class and that. he To me, he is the massive danger to Emron Boy if anything does go wrong with the favourite. So, number one, Emron Boy for both Magoo and myself in the first of the Pools of Thunder heat. Second heat is race number six on the card and the favourite here in a fairly wide open market, right? Uh, Simply Limelight, I know he's one of your favourite greyhounds, a Wentworth Park specialist. He draws box seven. Uh, he's currently at $2.70 in the early markets. Tenure keeping for Johnny Finn off the inside at $3. Then we go to the gallant little coasting model. Uh, she's three sixty off box four with a vacant box to her outside. Tricky race, I thought, Magoo. Tricky race. It is, and it's the first one that the punters really are able to sink their teeth into as far as where opinions will be divided, Duke. Um, you know, we've, we've seen earlier a couple of free kicks in the earlier races, what, what appear to be free kicks. But this one, you know, you can have four stabs and probably still miss the winner. That's what sort of race it is. But you mentioned Simply Limelight. He is one of my faves, and, and that's probably tip the scales in his favour for me. Uh, that's that's the way I've looked at the race. But would not all at all be surprised if a dog like Coast Model ties that behind or even tenure keeping win the race. Um, but it was just like out of the four, you've got to pick which kid you love the best and I've gone the black. A couple Simply here returning from – yeah, a couple returning from long spells. Tenure keeping uh... – Look, being very solid in the market, three forty into three dollars with the corporates, having its first start since the first of October when a twenty nine seventy winner at Wentworth Park. Uh, we've also got Sound of Silence for Frankie Hurst, uh, first up since the fourteenth of July. Raymond, 
And yeah, so yeah, it's, it's a long hiatus, isn't it? Duke? It is, and again, so you talk about a dog like Coast Model. Uh, just how would you like to have a, just one of her in your kennel? I know Clay Mullins owns her, and Jody and Andy just love this little bitch. Um, she is so consistent. You know, fifty-one starts at Wendy, seventeen wins, twelve minors, two hundred and fifty odd thousand dollars in prize money, second to Pearl in the Million Dollar Chase last year. And realistically, she's still racing as good as, as she was six months ago. Well, it gets a vacant door outside. That's a big plus. You know, has more pace than the inside three. And, you know, as we know, a, a great competitor. So went on the arm very, very hard to get past. So, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a terrific race, a, a good betting race it should be. All right. Uh, you are with number seven, Simply Limelight? Simply line right for me, Drew. I'm going to stick with Coasty. She gets a vacant box to her outside. Go back four starts. She ran or five starts. She ran 29.68 here. So as I said, she's not far off what she was running throughout 2022 when taking on the best sprinters in Australia. Um, I, I just thought from box number four, she's going to get every chance to lead. Uh, she's got a slow beginning embrace drawn on her inside. Vacant box, then sound of silence on her outside. Simply limelight, not known for his early pace. Um you know, tenure keeping and is probably the one off the inside of it punches up and leads. That's probably going to be the danger to Coasty in the early stages. I, I just map it going straight to the front. So I'm with number four, Coast Model in race six, the second heat of the Labrokes Paws of Thunder. Race seven, good race coming up here. I mean, they're all good races and it's good to see the quality of dog. I just would have liked to see more of it. Uh, French Martini from box number two. It holds the call with the corporates at the moment at two fifty. McInerney, the million dollar chase winner, draws at box three. He's at three dollars thirty, and you would imagine Magoo he's going to give French Martini a tremendous run in the early stages. We know he wants to step right and get off the track. And French Martini from box number two, uh, she had no luck through that Gosford Cup series in the in the Cup heat. All the consolations drew the squeeze on both occasions, and that she's back to winning twenty nine forty six winner here. Uh, the small field does suit McInerney, however. Where, how do you read this race early, mate? Well, the markets come around to the way that I first assessed them, Duke. Honestly, I had French Martini and McInerney probably 260 and 280. So it's it's levelling out to that. They they bet bigger odds McInerney early, which was surprising because, you know, we're talking about a million-dollar hamburger, Big Mac, like seriously. He's won the MDC back to Wentworth Park. I thought they had the measure over Gatlin from box seven. And I just thought for the reasons that you've outlined that French Martini, who, mind you, one of my faves, but last chance saloon for this girl, for me. She has to aim up in this series. Oh, I agree, mate. I, I definitely yeah. agree. As I said, I, I can forgive a couple of runs at Gosford, um, just off squeeze draws. I mean, as you and I both know, and so does everyone else listening to this podcast, you know, bad boxes can stop good dogs. But I do agree with you, mate. She's got to come back on Saturday night. She's going to get yeah, every chance. Yeah, she does, to do it. and and that's what that's what good ones do. And like speaking of good ones, she's in the hands of a very very astute man, Peter Peter Lagogioni. So, you know, I I just think they'll fight it out. And I just went French Martini mainly because McInerney's going to give her plenty of room into that first corner, and that's she she loves just being left alone and a confident sort of a bitch. So. She gets the uh, the nod for me, number two, French Martini. Do you give Gatlin any hope? I mean, his form recently, he, he's been thereabouts. We know he's run 29-28 here through a uh, qualifier in the Million Dollar Chase last year. Uh, he ran 29.09 in a heat of the Blacktop at the Gardens. Um, 
just doesn't seem to be, you know, he, it's quite obvious his form isn't as good then, but box seven, um, do you give him any hope from drawing wide on the track? You can't pot good dogs, Duke. When they run 29, 28, you just say, you, you know, you're, you're a candidate for having egg all over your face if you do. But the fact that I do believe he's a notch below at the moment. And I just can't see him working around the likes of French Martini and McInerney and beating them. That's, that's the way I've assessed the race. So that's, that's why, you know, two from three for mine and seven and eight, the, the multiplayers. All right. We wrap the quaddy up race eight, which is the fourth heat of the group one pause of thunder. Fair dinkum. Have a look at these markets, Magoo. Like, come on, <laughs> what are they betting? I, I haven't, I'm trying to 20, 40, they're betting about 140 at the moment, 135 at the market. I'll go through them just so so listeners know I'm not just potting. $5 Falcon Fly off box one, $5 Who Told Shorty, $350 Reflections, $460 Good Odds Emma, $5 Zipping Maserati. Uh, then we have, what have we got? Serengeti at $41, $5 Father Rick. Come on. Yeah, wait up. Way Come to on. encourage anyone to bet. Not Five to two, the like, older field. Most of them at four to one, though. Like, seriously, Drew. Now, like, no wonder they drive Lamborghinis and live at Bellevue Hill, Magoo, <laughs> and you and I are living in the burbs. <laughs> seriously. Look, I, I had I had the red seven fifty in the in the checks about nine dollars fifty in my markets. Now, Falconfly, I'm a rap for this dog, but absolutely detests box one. Just. Put the dog in box one and the anchors go out. Just doesn't like being crowded. Loves a middle draw. Going to get that's right, gonna get that much crowded. So if you want to take 480, good luck to you. Who told Shorty best box at Wentworth Park since coming, like from Victoria, had two runs here, both solid. But as I said, nine dollars fifty was about mine, and they're 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 five dollars and four dollars eighty or something. Seriously. Like reflections is gonna just cut them off straight away at the start. So Good night, those two. I, I think I've gone good good odds, Emma Duke, in the fact that um, reflections. If she does cut and run, good odds, Emma is going to be straight there, and she's a Group One winner, three uh, two back. So I, I just want to be with her at those odds. I'd rather take four eighty good odds, Emma, than four eighty Falcon Fly. Put it that way. Oh, this should be a one in front of the five for Falcon Fly. I'm not putting the dog. You know, I'm just saying that in that field off the inside. I love him drawing in the middle because, mate, he just runs that straight line and gets off, and we've seen that in a couple of wins, you know. His trainer, Jeff Cattell, is first to admit it. Like, yeah. he just knows. He said, like, when the dog drew box on, it just must be, oh, no, here we go again. Good odds, so, Emma. As you say, she's probably going to be on the shoulder of reflections going into that first turn, a 29.75, Group 1 Dapto Megastar winner, uh, won a heat of the Gosford Gold Cup going 29.32 and then finished down the track behind uh, the, the Kennelmate Punters Bandit in the final. Zipping Maserati draws six, uh, 29.44 Gosford Gold Cup consolation winner. Father Rick... I think he's got his box tomorrow night, um, you know, on the outside of Serengeti who will want to get to the fence. Uh, I'm going to have a throw at the stumps with Father Rick from the outside. And it's a race I really – I hope I'm winning come this race because I don't want to play it really. Well, he's two for two off the pink, Father Rick, so you, you've got the stats on your side there. But I disagree with you with Serengeti. I think Serengeti is probably going to be more a hindrance than help to Father Rick. Uh, plenty of pace, and and I don't believe it wants to get right down to the rails. I think no, no, it doesn't. It's not a hard fence crasher. Yeah, absolutely, I agree with you there. 
And Zip and Maserati, seriously, like there's a dog now, we're talking a very, very fast dog. And much fitter after the, like you saw the rapid improvement from one run to the next winning the Gosford Constellation. So it's an it's an open race, but I just want to say the inside dogs have got zero and you've got to look from three, four, six and eight to find your winner. Hey, Magoo, remember when we used to go to like no names and all that and, you know, we'd, <laughs> we'd have the little garlic bread to start, then we'd have the... <laughs> Then we'd have the spaghetti bolognese with the, just the big bowl of uh, just the Parmesan combo meal, yeah. The combo and then, and you know, and then at the end they really tease, and we'd have a little limoncello, you know, and we'd walk out saying, "How good's that limoncello?" <laughs> this is what happens at Wentworth Park on <laughs> Saturday night because the best has been kept to last. I was potting the bookies a minute ago. Tell me how they bet. Tell me how they've put up and are betting a dollar fifty. She's a pearl from box two in a six dog field. Tell me, I, I, this is Lamanchello. Yeah, this is this is uh, this is Christmas eleven months early. Seriously, <laughs> it's just vacant I, box on the outside. Uh, Flash as Fat Boys Charm in box four. Zipping Alabama. There's been money for her. Coco model. He's grand. Uh, honestly, I and, and look, I'll tell you. I spoke to Andy this morning. It's as good as what he can get her. He said, and absolutely flying up the hill now. Andy's got a, a straight track at home, Andy and Jody. Um, I know the times. Like, Pearl holds the record up there. I think it's 15-11. Any dog that gets near 15-2 is an absolute flying machine. Pearl consistently runs 15-2 up the hill. And I know so what she ran they, this week. They must, have, they must have got plenty out of her at Gosford when she was like about $1.90 into $1.45 to, to be enticing you at $1.50 this week. But... How does she Tell me, Okay, she flops out like she did at Gosford. Fine. And look, she's, she did that at Goulburn. In a, I remember, I think it was the Million Dollar Chase Regional Final. She she fell out of the red box. Uh, she fell out at Gosford. And as you and I both know, when we're talking about the red at Wenniet, you know, we have that theory in our little saying it either brings them out or brings them undone. Um, but she draws box two on Saturday night. She's a 17-time winner, Magoo. Come on. How are they That's betting right. fifty? We've got to be the winning come to the last. And then we just throw the, it all on. And the tracks that you the tracks that you've just mentioned, the G tracks, Gosford and Goulburn. This is her place. 17 from 23. There's no there's no missing the start like she did at Goulburn and Gosford. Vacant alley to her she outside. Doesn't do, doesn't do that at Wentworth Park. Like, you know, zipping Alabama, who's got a comparable PB of 29.36, but you can't come from behind a dog like She's a Pearl and beat She's a Pearl. Just can't. So, yeah, I'm with you. The dollar fifty was just like, you know. And I know, look, corn, I know. Corn yeah, from a blind cocky. Jim. Yeah, I know. And I know listeners go, oh, come on, have a crack. But seriously, when you look, you know, when you look at a price, you know, of a greyhound and, and you know, say that it's $5 – Four dollars, you know, five dogs in the previous race, and they're serving up a dollar fifty. About probably the best greyhound to race at Wentworth Park in the last ten years. I'm like is, I don't. Is that, I don't, is that I don't, a fair assessment? It, it is. It's it's the only assessment, and I never ever encourage people to just say dive in at the odds on. But I'll just say to someone: if you want to take a dollar ten one in a fifth grade. At Galagan Bone soon, which there'll be one, or a dollar fifty. She's a pool, an absolute out-and-out champion. I know where I'd be laying the odds on. Her last start at Wentworth Park was back on the second of November. 
and uh, she beat a greyhound by the name of Gatlin. Here are the stats. 5.38 to the first mark, 29.34 overall. Four one hundreds off a best. And as I said, Andy spoke to – I spoke to him this morning and I just said, how's Pearl? He goes, she will show them how to dance tomorrow night. Oh, lovely to hear. Good to hear. All right, so we're both with number two, She's a Pearl, in the last of the Paws of Thunder. As I said, the winners and the three fastest thirds go through to the final on Saturday week, $75,000. Massive week coming up, uh, massive night coming up on Saturday week. We've got the finals of the Derby Futurity, Summer Distance Plate, and the Paws of Thunder, as well as the Collison as well, after our old mate Pigeon. Uh, Magoo, here's what everyone's waiting for, your best bet. Look, Jude, like yourself, labelled them early as the real shorties, which were Corborn Magic in race three and She's a Pearl. But, you know, like finding one at a little bit more value as a best bet is is not as easy. So, all right, well, what do you do? Just Emron Boy. Oh, look, mate, I, I can't. Look, just for, just for the sake of the term best bet, I've got to go with Corborn Magic. I've just got to. Yeah, look, my best bet is an all-up. <laughs> I'm going, <laughs> I'm going magic into Pearl, and then we'll we'll end up with probably odds of around a dollar eighty, I think, for the multi, a dollar ninety, something like that. But they are the two. I, I tell you what, tell me a dog that you don't think can win, right? Well, now it's got to be one that a bit of you know one that's in the market. I suppose there's no good me giving you one at five or six dollars that can't win. Um, well, Duke, if, if you've really put me on the it, spot it, it here. It is a hard night to find a dog to label as the one that you don't think can win, but I, 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 I'm, I love, I love potting a favourite normally. I really do. I, I, I'm just, I'm just all for saying, well, here's one that's unders and can't win. Um, the ones that are unders, as we've discussed early in this program, are the dogs that, you know, should be seven and eight dollar chances, and they got four dollars. They're they're the unders on this card, um, you know. So, all right, the one that I'll I'll, I'll go against. No, no, I can't. I can't. I can't even. Can't even think of one in the heat. So, I, I, oh, no, no, leave me out. I've got I've got a pass, Duke. Sorry, Magoo. You don't get paid to pass. You get paid to have an opinion. Seriously, and the thirty-five dollars we pay you for your time to do this podcast <laughs> entitles us to get blood out of you. So when I ask you for a dog to pot, I need one. No, no, I understand, mate. Because I I, I really struggle. Look, if I, if I was gonna have one out of left field, it would probably be Stagger Out Lee. Um, I just want to see a win again. I, I want to see a win on Saturday night. But I'm just worried that, you know, if, if she does get that far off the pace. So, look, she's the one I'm, I'm going to say can't win. But, again, with a caveat. And I I have got splinters in my backside. But Yeah, yeah well, I'll, I'll go tenure keeping purely price related at the 280, current 280, just for the simple fact that the dog's been off the scene for three months. Yep. So, so, so just force that'll be mine. All right. Uh, we've got a massive showcase coverage of uh, group 1 Pulls of Thunder and Group 2 Summer Distance Plate uh, from Wentworth Park on Saturday night. Listeners, you can tune in to thedogs.com.au. Go to our Facebook. Go to all our partners. They're all sharing our live coverage on Saturday night at Wentworth Park. And then, as I said, the following week, we're broadcasting live again. Magoo, it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, look, your fans are back, mate. Eh? 
Seriously. My biggest fan is waiting for me with that extra hot cat with honey. So I've got to go and drink. Almond latte, <laughs> seriously. Hey, Magoo, good luck on the punt. Uh, let's hope we, we can get them home on Saturday night at Wentworth Park, mate. Talk to you later, Drew. Ray Magoo McGavin there, our form analyst for thedogs.com.au. And I said, don't forget our showcase coverage of Group 1 Pools of Thunder Night at Wentworth Park on a Saturday evening. And Behind the Boxes is powered to you by thedogs.com.au. You can find out all the latest news and watch each and every New South Wales Greyhound race live and free at thedogs.com.au.